Yeah. I mean, you're making it sound like he's like Mr. Famous, the best receiver ever. Like he, no, it's I just thought like James he was, Washington. No, I thought he was like really old. I didn't think he was that young. I thought he was, <laughs> I thought he was like his mid thirties. Yeah, I think so he, he had a rough he had a rough go in Seattle. I was hoping that he would do something good in Dallas, but then fractured foot already. So he's out for what, like six to eight weeks. One one serviceable receiver right now, CD Lamb. Uh, yeah, actually, that's true. And TJ, TJ Vasher. And yeah, TJ Vasher. Vasher. Oh, man, and everyone knows that guy's done a lot with stuff. His name's Vasher. That's right. Hey, hey. They're, they like the young guys that they have, and that's what they're going to roll with. And yeah, well, they, they've they made really all the right it. moves this season. So I Is know this I trust talking? Them. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> they like all the young guys because they don't have a choice. They have to like the young guys because that's, that's all not, they have. That's not true. We don't have to like anybody. Okay, uh, I've told you this whole podcast time that the Cowboys is making all these free agent moves. Hey. We even made one move today. We made another move today. Yeah, didn't need cut a linebacker. Bar. Yeah, bar. Huh? Yeah, and the linebacker bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just keeping the heat up on what's Anthony going on Barr, that guy. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Barr. Oh, okay. Well, that's a name. Not a bad pickup. So five years ago. Mm. Whoa. He was he was good. He was pretty college. good five years ago, wasn't he? Yeah, he probably was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And he's still good. He's not bad. He'll, no, be, we'll solid de- he'll be solid depth for y'all. He might, so. start, he might start for them. What? No. no. <laughs> he's not going to start for them. Let's now not you're just on. talking nonsense. Come yeah, on, John. Come on. You're really ridiculous, John. That, sorry, that was, was that mean? He <laughs> may be a starter for the Raiders, but not for the John, Cowboys. You're such a spaz. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a spaz, John. That's true. Allegedly. <laughs> Play nice today, John. You use all these harsh words at everybody all the time. You know? You're freaking spazoid. Yeah. Wow. We're so, gonna get canceled. That's it. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back. We're gonna have to go, <laughs> Moses, Moses have to go back through and edit the audio. 109. 109. We're out. <laughs> no, 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 out. It's just a, Moses no, has to go back through it. and edit the video, edit the audio. Why, okay. why would I edit anything? <laughs> oh. Okay, good call. Sorry, I won't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> what? What did you do? Nothing. Oh, okay. So that's it. Okay, good. So, all right. Well, I have a big announcement to make. Y'all ready? Yeah, let's hear it. You ready? All right. Ready you you have a Choco Taco? You're no, pregnant? I don't have a Choco Taco. Are you pregnant? No, right. no. no. I have, I, you don't know this about me. You don't know this about me, but I'm going to come out of retirement. I'm coming out of retirement. Oh, I know what this is. Yeah. I'm coming out of retirement. Yeah. So slam balls back, baby. Oh, I'm coming out of retirement. Yeah. Coming back to restart my career. So, so within the next week, you will break your leg. (laughs) (laughs) Slam balls, the basketball, the trampoline, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did he not see the video he said? Yeah, no, I did not. Oh, you're gonna break uh, it. He like just look at those young. You're gonna people. Robin Ventura your leg. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. Actually, well, I, think why, I did see that. Why did why did y'all why did y'all believe in me about this? It's, it's just it's just jumping up and down. That's all it is. It's just jumping up and down. It's just basketball. It's not like you're running it's, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, there is yeah. some that some of those dudes were getting trucked before they started bouncing. <laughs> like yeah, there's like a football aspect to it. This is a way better basketball than than normal basketball because there's full body contact. Yeah. 
Apparently, you haven't so, played basketball in a while. What? I said, apparently, Mullins hasn't played basketball in a while. Oh, that's there's true. A lot of, there's a lot of contact in basketball. So, and you anyway, get fouled. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's, you get fouls called on you, and then you got to shoot the ball. playing street yeah. ball. Not pickup mm. games. I mean, I used to play ball. Yeah, it's no blood, no foul. Yeah, exactly. Not, it's yeah, it gets a little. But you can't do that anymore because like somebody will call their mom. Then These are grown men. Out of control. They're still going to call their we're, mom. Grown adults. I don't understand. No. Well, I just wanted y'all to be the first to know. That's all. Okay. I didn't tell anybody else. Y'all, what the number first are you going to know? Probably fifteen. What fifteen? Probably fifteen. Who are you going to play for? I don't know yet. I'm gonna wait till somebody picks me up. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll get plenty of calls after I put it on social media. So I'm not too worried about those, it. Uh, the offers. When it was what? Do you have one of those life alert bracelets? <laughs> what? So that we can find your body <laughs> as it gets thrown what? into the stands. You're gonna be required to wear an Apple Watch. Oh come on! I mean, first of all, I'm in I'm in good shape, right? I'm in good yeah, shape. I got decent. I got I got good cardio. Yeah, you know, obviously I can jump. I can obviously jump already, huh? Older, you know. I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna put my. What does that mean? I'm not gonna put my age out there. I'm not gonna put my age out there. Okay, let's not be ridiculous. Require you to tell them they're at your age. Well, that's true, but I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell the whole world right now what my age is. You know, medical history. What are you embarrassed of your age? Yeah, what is embarrassed of my age? I just don't want anybody to know. My age, last podcast. That's true. That's different though. Um, <laughs> um it, it doesn't matter how old I am. It doesn't matter how old I am. I, I, I like I said, I'm, I'm ready to go. So ready to fly through the air, you, man. I know exactly. Let us know where you're going to be at. I'll come watch. Yeah, I want yeah. a video of this. <laughs> it's not going to be like the corner blitz talk that we had last week. It's not going to be like that. Yeah, it'll be worse. <laughs> I'm still not to convinced. The, I don't even know if you can still dunk with the trampoline. Wow. Oh, wow. That's harsh. Yeah. And you wonder why you get hard, harsh words at you, John. You're like, oh, people it's talk true. to it's me so, it, so hard. I'm so weak. I don't think it'll be like a height issue, but I just think like you'll misjudge the bounce and you'll like overshoot it or something and like <laughs> trip over it or you'll just completely <laughs> whiff the rim. What if he hits his forehead on the rim? Yeah, they go way above the rim. I know, yeah. on the, like he's underneath the rim, he goes up and he just... Oh, something dumb's going to happen, for sure. Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. When do you start? I told you, I have to, I have to announce it on social media sometime tonight or tomorrow, and then I'll just wait and get a phone call. I'm going to expect we, tickets for this. Okay. Can we watch you practice with just one of those little exercise trampolines and, 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 and <laughs> roll out in that street? <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to one of those, those jump places. I'm sure yeah. you have a call station and go, mm-hmm. go practice yeah, dunking post- there. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get a little bit of a shape, slam ball shape. You know, it's not like I jump on the trampoline exactly every day. Slam ball. Shape? <laughs> what exactly is that? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I understand there's I football know. shape. You know. Yeah. There's basketball shape. What is slam ball shape? I I don't know yet. I don't know. It's been a while since I played. Okay. Should you just report to like one of the local high school football teams for two days and just get the crap knocked out of you for a few days to get in slam ball shape? No, that's the quarterback blitz, corner blitz. That's that. No, no. I've seen I've, I've seen this thing. <laughs> there is some some heavy contact going on. Obviously, I can take it. Obviously, I can take the contact. I think that's the okay. <laughs> I, I think those are the concussions talking right there. I think we have to see it. Yeah, to, to believe, believe it. it. 
Uh, see it. We think you can do it. I just don't know if you can take the hits. Man. You know, I, I come to you guys and I, I tell you some of these things for some moral support. That's what I come for over here. Do you, want to just, do you want us to be just yes men and blow smoke up your butt, or you want us to be honest with you? Oh, that's true. That's an excellent point. That's hey, you're gonna get you're gonna hurt. Die. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't talk him out of this because we're gonna get some good video feed of this. It's gonna be great. <laughs> like you're a good get point. Mangled. mangled. We'll be there to support wow. you. But John, John is just like your <laughs> legs are gonna be pointing like all make sure <laughs> you have to be like an offensive lineman in, in the NFL. You're gonna have to make sure you're wearing knee braces. And then get those JJ Watt elbow braces yeah. that like start up here and goes all the way down your arm. Yeah. You get those on both your yeah. arms too. Y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all are never like. So, so, I mean, we want to see you dunk over somebody. There's no, there's no, that's how like there's none of that. It's just like your legs are gonna go sideways and you're not gonna have any more tendons left. <laughs> anyway. It's gonna, so that. It, it's gonna be glorious. I'll put it to you. Uh, yeah, apparently so. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Go Thanks, get them. Go get them. All right. Let's intro the show, everybody. It is episode 109 of Off Our Game, and everybody is here. Full team squad today because they have to report to to uh, training camp. So y'all are all here, right? Everybody's got their first day of training camp under their belt? Yes. All right. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And how'd it go? How'd it go in helmets today, John? How'd it go in uh, helmets? I think as we worked well as a team, uh, we're obviously healthier than the Cowboys at this point. So wow. we're all here. Wow. Wow. Man. All right. Yikes. All right. And Cook, how was your first day in helmet? Helmet and shirts. How'd it go? Full pads today. It was good. Full pads. Full pads. That's, on the first that's day. early, dude. Full pads. Out of the conditioning, gate. dude. You got to get some conditioning in. Nah. Got to right. get in the trenches and bang. So right. which of us is wearing the uh, red shirt? <laughs> the red <Obviously>. shirt. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so you can't. Me. No contact. Can't hit him. <laughs> I guess <laughs> there's a reason why he's wearing the red shirt. I guess he's got it on already. Yeah. Well, that's true. He does. That's true. Mullins, how was yours the first day of, of uh, training camp? Did you go helmet uh, teams? What did you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just helmet. Yeah. We're not stupid. We don't go full pads on first day. Okay. Good. Good call. We're not, huh? Somebody's uh, somebody's doing something right around that's here. That's right. It's so. good. It was all good. We made nice strides. Ooh, Showed nice. some good improvement already on the first day. Everybody wow. got participation, Ruben? No. We actually went ahead wow. and cut a couple of guys. Wow. That's there you go. Did you That's actually, good. did you, when you say cut them, do you, like clarification, did you remove them from your roster or did you physically cut them? Wow. They got cut. I cannot confirm or deny either of those allegations. <laughs> mm. Well, Okay. I think we need to keep moving on there at this point. <laughs> so uh, let's check the social media. Are we good on social media, everybody? How many how many thousands of likes are we getting daily? Oh man, Four, too many to count. Okay, good. That's all. That's all I care about. So uh, an email. How are we doing? Email there. Uh, I don't know if we get any emails over here or not. No. Do, okay. do we, John? How would I know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you checked the email, John. Do you not check the email? Oh, I, yeah, I checked it. Uh, yeah, we got one. We got one. <laughs> I used to be able to check it. I can't check it anymore because I think yeah, I, Carrie. Has yeah, you, you, you got something from there. that. I That's hacked why. in there. We cut yeah. you away from that. Uh, well, yes, we do have an email. 
Oh, sweet. Okay, let's yep. go ahead and answer the email uh, first. Let's look. Uh, this is our uh, our little groupie that's uh, following us around here. Ooh. Stalker. Uh, Ooh, that, the uh, title bad. is "He's Not Good, He's Not Bad, He's Sosa." Wow. <laughs> that's clever. not bad. It's kind of wow. cool. That's clever. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, long time listener, four <laughs> fourth time emailer. Just crazy. He's really keeping track of those emails. Yeah, it's counting it. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, he's uh he's more concerned with purity than a jeweler. <laughs> That's awesome. He's what? Nobody heard you. You laughed. Sorry, more concerned with purity than a jeweler. <laughs> he thinks all college students should be penniless and used for wow. their services. Wow! Let's crack open a Dr Pepper and get to know this fella and see what makes him tick. But. Try not to get him too excited or he'll attract every dog in the vicinity and break your mother's good crystal. Uh, this person's pretty funny. John White laughing so hard. It's good. It's good. So number one, uh, as a diehard Cowboys fan, do you find it hard to rationalize your longstanding love affair with Mark Babaro? Mm, 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 mm. Um, yeah, as a, a Cowboys fan, as a as a Cowboys fan, I can still respect my enemy. There you go. I can still respect my enemy uh, or my opponent. That's a better way of putting my enemy is wrong, a little strong in there. I can still respect my opponent. So Mark Bavaro obviously is a quality guy because you'll see in the show later why it is. And I've sent you these things. So yeah, I'm okay with it. I can respect the game. All right. All right. So, of all, right. all the enemies of the Cowboys, like Bavaro is your one you like tout as your like. No, I mean there's 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 more. Um, like Joe Montana was a, a thing in the, in the '80s, right? And I respect Montana. You know, uh -huh. Steve Young, obviously a thorn in the side in the '90s. I still respect Steve Young. Now, mind you, after he was gone, not during his career. Um, Brett Favre was a little bit of a, I wouldn't call him a thorn, but he was there and he was in the way. Uh, but yeah, there's some, there's some different ones. So, but yeah, so that answers the question. I can respect the game. All right. All right. Good. 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 All right. Number two, do you like any other parts of the Carolinas or just the coast? Side question, have you ever been to North or South Carolina? Oh, Okay. So I don't mind all any parts of the Carolinas, not just the coastal areas. Uh, I've only I've been to North and South Carolina. Actually, I knocked them off. And North was warmer, list. right? Um, Wouldn't it be colder? North was warmer. Yeah. Why would that be warmer? Isn't it yeah. further north? So it'd be colder by your rationale. Well, right now it's hot. Well, everywhere's hot now. It's summer, but North was better though. Right? Can, can you let him answer his question? All right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay. I've been to both and um, I like both states equally as well. Um, obviously I'm a fan of coastal just because I, I think that, you know, me, I'm an underdog guy. It's always the underdog. You gotta let the, gotta let the little man have a chance, you know, and coastal Carolina has obviously proven with their baseball national championship that they're for real. So um the football program is going to take a little time to get there but i'm sure before we i'm sure before we pass 
we'll have a coastal Carolina national champion. And that's going to be the way it is. Not with realignment. They'll never be a champion. <laughs> ever. That's over. They, they play in the third toughest conference. I already told you that the Sun Belt. They play in the third toughest conference in America. Not when they make the mega conferences, they won't. Very true. I don't know. It might, it might still be the third. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. All righty. Moving on. Uh, what is your favorite? What is the favorite of your odd sports? Ooh, there's so many. Oh, there's so many odd sports. Because like, like the tech ball, tech ball was kind of cool. And then, of course, there was the, uh, um, oh, what is it, the, the, like the four square volleyball. There was that. Um, obviously, slippery stairs. There's all those over there. Um, I could have sworn yachting. Yachting is always good. Um, so out of all these things that I come out of watch on a regular basis, oh, spike ball. There's also spike ball. Spike ball is really good, actually, too. Um, let me see. If I had to pick one right now, I, I haven't played it yet, but I do want to play it just because I want to prove, obviously, even though I'm a little bit on the older side that I can still handle this game, but I do want to play spike ball. I want to play spike ball. So we've already talked about my slam ball career. So spike ball should be easy. So there you go. What what was the one I really liked? It was like, uh, was it like marriage uh, running or something where a guy had to carry his wife upside down or something? That was a, that was a weird one. Yep. That one was definitely. It was a beer or something, right? They got their combined weight and beer. Or something yeah, that they something wanted, like but, that, but, yeah. but it wasn't like she just was like piggyback. Like he, she was like inverted or something. It was something weird that made yeah. it easier for him to run. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. Uh, and uh, what's the last uh, last question? How many long sleeve green shirts do you own? Oh, wow, that seems <laughs> wow. Okay, so how many laundry shirts I own? <laughs> no, so no I, at least one. I, I own one and only one. Um, and I only use it when I have to work outside in the heat. So, yeah. <laughs> when you're mowing the grass? Not always. Not always. Oh, I don't okay. always mowing the grass. Not always. The majority work. of the time, it's that way. The majority of the time, it's that way. But you know what's crazy? Okay, so you talked about that, like, my grandfather always wore long sleeve shirts and I was just like, and it was 110 degrees outside. I'm like, how the heck do you do that? I'm like, I look at him and just like, you're crazy, man. You're crazy. But it actually helps. Like when you, when you sweat through the shirt and then you get a good breeze, like you cool your whole body down. So well, he's pretty genius. He was pretty genius. So there you go. All right. So All right. I, I got a, I got a personal email from this person asking me to put some to come up with some follow-up questions for you so so oh sweet okay i'm ready the interview portion oh wait wait, 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 wait finish the email real quick so oh, okay and, and the last statement was not all change is bad get over it yikes wow why so why so pointed at the end this person is using uh, a strong it sounded language. like a familiar person there for a second uh, it did it does it, did. it does hmm. so Kind of an interview here today. We know we can discuss your your different sports and your wackiness that you like. But our, our question is, why is it that you always have to go for the underdog? What is it about the underdog? Is there something personal tied to that? Um, yeah, childhood playground stuff. I think so. I think there's a little. There's obviously a little bit of. Uh, uh, there's a little bit of uh, childhood into that. Um, you know, 
I came from I came from a small small town, and so it's one of those things that whenever you're the little man, I guess you could say, and you're expected to lose, and you don't. It's one of those things that you're you're used to it. You're used to playing, I guess, teams that are bigger than you for the most part on a regular basis, and you get that mentality after a while. You just like that's right. I, you are the little guy, but I promise you, you'll get a handful as soon as we step on the field. And so, yeah, it's just that's where most of it comes from. So to go with that, you're probably, you know, I've seen you play. I don't think, you know, not a lot. Everybody has seen you play. So do you take that same thought process towards your your goals and your your output on the field and at work? Um, I do. I, I do. For the most part, I do. Um, I, uh, I would say that I carry that quite a bit on everything that I do. Uh, and I, I consider, and I also take that in consideration with other people, um, as well. And, um, that's a simple answer. That's a simple answer is yes. Okay. And then I'll, I'll finish up with this one for it's a, your sports mania side. So your favorite teams are the Cowboys, the Rangers, the Spurs, Dallas stars and hockey. Yeah. I cheer for the stars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So of those four, let's pretend like you can't be fans of those, and you have to pick your your nemesis. Which Ooh. team are you rooting for? Oh man, do I have to pick a nemesis, or can I just, can I just pick? It anybody? has to be one of the nemesis that you hate. It has to be one of the teams oh. you hate. Man, that's oh. which one are you? Which one are you rooting for? Oh, that's hard. I'm sure it's the Yankees. Mm, no, mm, that's a that's a terrible one. Lakers, no. So those two are out. So it's got to be it's got to be something related to football. Okay. So <laughs> okay, this sounds crazy. Okay. So I I have a long list in my mind of rivals. Okay. I don't know if Mullins you're this way with being a Cowboys fan, but as being a Cowboys fan, yeah. my rivals are obviously the Giants, yep. the Washington Commanders slash Redskins, yep, uh, the Eagles, yep, the Packers, the yep. Niners, yep. the Steelers. Yep. Um, there's probably a couple of more in there. But that was a little bit of the Cardinals, point. just because yeah, they used little, to be in the same division. Yep. Um, so if I had to pick all, out of all those nemesis, when I would probably go with, do it. I'd probably go with the Eagles. What? Out of all that's I would probably go with the Eagles because wow. hold on, hold on. Because at least their fans are rowdy. They're passionate. Rowdy. All the way They're violent. I know. Hold on. Hold on. They're <laughs> extremely that way, one way or the other. Whether they love you hard or they hate you hard, it's all the way. And I can at least appreciate that. So I will go with the Eagles on that. So wow. I don't see that out of Giants fans, and I don't see that out of Commander slash Redskins fans. So I'm going to go Eagles right there in the middle. Because you, they are, they are some mean, mean. I guess you could say violent fans because they've thrown some things at their own, you know, players. <laughs> so <Santa> yeah. Claus. <laughs> I remember so seeing a video a few years ago. Someone, I think Jacksonville played at the Phillies at Philadelphia, and someone was in the stands with a Jacksonville jersey, and they just like beat the crap out of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Carrie, who would you pick? Who would I pick? Yeah. If I would probably go with. I'd be like, so, so they have to be with football. 
and uh, it would probably be probably the Packers just because of their history. Okay. And the town owns that team basically. So, you know, they're never going to move They're and they got extremely loyal fans. So yeah, probably the Packers. Mm, that's a good one. So. Any more questions? No, that was it. That was three questions I came up with for you. That's good. Okay. Uh, let's do one thing and then get into the show. So uh, more of the show, I guess, the beefier stuff, uh, which is famous number nine. So we got a lot of them. So give me a Drew list, people. Give me a list. Drew I Brees. got a list. Drew Brees. Tony Romo. Okay. Tony Romo. Okay. Who else we got? Gordy Howe. Isn't Gordy Howe nine? Gordy Howe. Okay. Keep going. Keep going, man. Keep going. Listen I, was gonna, I got Joe. a whole list. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it, dude. Uh, Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Ooh, good one. Good call. Teddy Ballgame. Teddy Williams. Okay. Mr. October. Reggie Jackson. I was going to say Reggie. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Good one. Roger Maris. Dwayne Wade? I thought he wore three. Uh, I think on one, uh, was he on another team? Um, Cleveland, was he on Cleveland for a bit? Yeah. I think he's nine on Cleveland. Dwayne Wade? Yeah. Yeah. No, he? he played with the Heat the whole time. He never no, played he another team. I'm sitting here looking at him in a Cavs uniform wearing number nine. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Like at the very end, he went to another team. Wow. I didn't, I didn't think so. I thought he was full Heat. Uh-oh, I'm, look it up. I can okay, then somebody Photoshop this picture. <laughs> I'm willing to say I'm wrong. Uh, Bobby Hull, uh, our own very own uh, Tony Parker. Oh wow, he played for the Bulls and the Cavs. Yeah, at the end, right? Same season, and then he got went back to the Heat. Wow, I didn't realize that. I didn't know either. That's crazy. Okay, sorry. Mike Madonna, Matthew Stafford, uh, uh, Sosa. You want to name a, a quarterback that has number nine? Jerry uh, said, said Tony Romo. He said Tony Romo, yeah. Yeah, maybe another team that you really like? You like to get on his train a lot? Oh, Joe yeah. Burrow! Joe, Joe Burrow. Don't the Rams have a Yeah. Uh, Matthew Stafford. Wait, are you serious? Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the name on the podcast, by the way. That's the last name. <laughs> and uh, Steve McNair. Oh, the late McNair. Dude, yeah. There was a lot of good nines. There's a yeah. lot of good nines. That was a good number. Number nine. Okay, I get, I don't know this about you guys. What is y'all's jersey number? Like, what is, like, like John, what was your what was your jersey number? Cook, yours is 56. I know that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, Mine Mullins? is usually, uh, like, eight related. It's either eight or 88, one of the, like, a version of that. Okay. Mullins, what are you? Yeah, five, five or 55. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Did you wear 55 in high school or something or what? Didn't play in high school. Oh, okay. But I would have wore 55 if I would have. Okay. I'm thinking you played with us. You wore five, didn't you? Yep. Okay. He's one of those single-digit dudes. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into the show. Uh, we got to start with the NFL because we've had uh, some crazy things happen the past couple of days. Um, let's start with Deshaun Watson. This has been in six games. Ooh. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, you were initially what? What was that? I was just like dumbfounded. I was like, are you serious? But then after I read the report and listened to the report and all that stuff, I get where she got it at. 
and I get where she was. She was based on our precedent and basically slamming the NFL talking about how they, you know, done a, a poor job of handling their business in the past, and she has to go by precedent. But at the same point, she was saying that the NFL needs to reset their precedent and change it. So okay. I get but, that too, but she only named some of the stuff that that the NFL has done. She didn't like. What about uh, uh, Roethlisberger getting? He had six games for just that one. I agree. So she didn't even take any of that into into consideration. So the thing there has me, been some precedent. I agree. She said he was a first time offender, and I think that's why she did six. But in my opinion, even if you just consider the four that they presented. You were a first-time yeah. offender to the first one. You're a second-time offender to the second, in my opinion, and at three of them four. Right. So I, I think, you know, I think she had her hands tied a little bit, but I think she also kind of tied her own hands a little bit there. I think she was think doing she it to make it a point, make a point. With make it. a point, but I think she teed it up very nicely for Roger Goodell and them to, to do what they're doing now. Oh, yeah, you know they're going to extend it. Oh, I think he gets a season, hands down. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he plays this year, and I'm I I can't believe that he won't I can't believe or will not believe that they won't give him some sort of significant fine as well. Right, and this is yeah. going to go down next week, right? He has to make a decision. I, by, I think he has a week. I think he has a week. Yeah, but he says he's not. Apparently, what I read a few minutes ago, he's not the one that's going to do it. He's going to um, assign someone within his NFL group to to actually do it, which is you know. They're going to do the same thing he wants to do, so it doesn't yeah. matter either way. I mean, at this point, we all know it's going to federal court. Is that just a way for him to deflect blame or something? Like, yeah, oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. He did it. Well, no, I think he's trying to get it because I don't even know who it was that said, but I saw some tweet that was uh, mentioned in, and I want to say that it might have been one of the owners saying that uh, that that it should be the owners deciding what the punishment is. And I'm like, Ooh. that would be. Extremely conflict, conflict. conflict. Yeah, that's yeah. No, especially old craft. You know, he's he's been to those massage tables. He, he's going to give him some leniency. Yeah. Come on, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, John. Yeah, allegedly. Well, he got in trouble a couple of years ago. Allegedly, okay. <laughs> he did not allegedly get in trouble. <laughs> Uh, I I agree with the judge though, the whole time. I read I read some of that too. I didn't get to all of it, but I agree with the judge too. The leniency is way too much on the NFL, and I think. Like last year, everybody's everybody's mocking the NFL with everything, right? Last year, Ridley was gone for what a whole season? Season. It's this coming games. season. This coming season? Yeah. It's for, season right yeah, for a fifteen hundred dollar bet. Yeah. I mean, you're all over the place with everything. And I think that's what has to change with the NFL for the, anybody to take the NFL seriously at this point going forward. If I was if I was a player, I consider I'm would consider Watson's suspension a joke. I would. That's how I would feel about it if I was a player. No, that's a joke. Six games? I'm like, that doesn't make any sense at all. But $1,500 gets you a whole year? No. Nuh-uh. And the argument I heard with about the $1,500 bet was that they were messing with the integrity of the game, and that's why they were so harsh with it. But, I mean, this is – I mean, it says in the report, nonviolent sexual assault. It's sexual assault. I mean, yeah. it says it in the report. How those, is that not the, the sports take that betting stuff real serious. I get like, that. but Like this, with I mean, Pete Rose and all that stuff, like they – I get it. They hit you hard with it. But this, it, at the bare minimum, this should have at the same level. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. You, got, you got guys with the performance-enhancing drugs that are getting six games or more, or with weed getting a freaking season. So, I mean, isn't Hopkins I mean, missing eight? Come on. 
Isn't yeah, yeah Hunter is missing, missing. He's up, missing eight, isn't he? Eight games. Yeah, that was yeah. That, yeah. That, was for, that was for a PED. Yeah, yeah. This is sexual assault. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And uh, not just that, the judge says, and the evidence says it's egregious. The most egregious thing the NFL has ever had to deal with is what the what the report said. Yeah. Mm. So that that's the one thing that got me it was like, how can you in one statement can you say? This is the most egregious thing that the NFL has ever had to deal with, and then you give them six games. Yeah, exactly. I don't care what the precedent is. I mean, obviously, this is beyond the precedent. It's the most egregious thing ever. Right. Why, did you, why, you, why do you think the judge didn't come down harder on him? I know the precedent was set, right? The precedent was set, but why not, why not set something in play so that the NFL has to – I don't know what to say. The NFL, has, in a way, has to accept it. Does that make sense? So give him the whole year – like we were talking about before, so it's been the whole year, and that way, that is a new president, and in a way, the NFL is forced to make that the standard going forward. I think that's why it is so low. I think she did it in a way because the precedent was six games, and I think she did it low intentionally so that the NFL would have to act and kind of fix their own business. They kind of like they made their bed, they got to lay in it, so they need to fix it, not her. She, but, they need to step up and fix it. But this is the whole reason why they're doing it this way now, is so that I you agree. don't have the NFL making these these decisions like this. So oh, I agree with you. She I should have took the did. opportunity to say, look, this is how we're doing it from now on. Mm-hmm. And, and here I'm throwing the book at you. Mm-hmm. I think she should have let, I mean, all along I said, I thought he should get a minimum of a year. And I've kind of swayed back to this. I would almost be okay with the 12 games and $10 million fine or a year suspension and then reevaluate. I'd be good with either one of those scenarios. I think that's that's a, a hefty amount of money. Twelve games, a lot of games as well. My preference would be to see him sit out a year, though. Yeah, plus a fine. Plus a plus fine. a fine. And, but the fine needs to be significant too. It does. I mean, it be. It doesn't need to just be like you know fifty thousand dollars. It needs to be. I mean, it needs to affect his salary going into next year. In my opinion, you know that's what I agree. Somehow, just because that that also really ticks me off in the way that that contract was written is they knew he was going to be messing games mm-hmm. this year, so yeah. they didn't give him but a one million dollar salary this year. So that's just, garbage. That's working the system, and I that bugs the crap out of me. But that's also on the NFL though, because the NFL should have come in and did the exact same thing and just be like, no, that contract is not going to work. Because doesn't the NFL have the final say on how the- that falls down? They met the requirements. He got the, yeah. the veteran minimum for his year served. Oh. He couldn't, they couldn't lowball it any lower than that. That was the minimum they could pay him. So they met the guidelines. So I guess it's, it's just, you said them to Mullen's point, they played the game then. To Mullen's yeah, point, they played the game. Not, yeah, it's not within the, the spirit of the rules, right? Yeah. The so purity of the game, the, John. The, the, fine the, game. Needs to be, the fine should be the equivalent of, of his season next year. Whatever that don't, is. And don't give me this crap that it was time served from last year either. I don't want to hear yeah, it. That's uh, not, that yeah, I agree with that. to do with anything. He yeah. knew, he's the one that didn't want to play. Yeah. He's the one that demanded to trade, and then he got in all this situation and couldn't get traded, so this is all his fault. I don't want to hear it. It's not time served. Don't give me that garbage. Yeah. Hey, that, sorry, go ahead. No, I, go ahead. Say, I find it very interesting, too, that stipulations for his reinstatement is that he can never use a massage therapist outside of team the team facility it has to be someone hired by the team facility he can't have a massage outside of that ever again and no future law enforcement issues at all or he's out wow 
out out permanently or just out? It, it violates his his terms of being reinstated. Then he'd be he'd be suspended again. So I mean, what does that tell you? I mean, and what if you're the Cleveland Browns massage therapist? Like exactly, what? So I don't I don't want to this crap. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't want to deal with this. Exactly. Like, uh, there will be other people in the room. Yeah, yeah. Other people, <laughs> cameras. <laughs> you know, the, the 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 more that this got peeled away with everything that the judge put out there, the more it stunk to me. The more it's just like this needs to be. This should have been handled a long time ago, in my opinion. My personal opinion should be handled a long time ago by the NFL. I feel like the NFL just dragged their feet on this whole process. I think they knew plenty and enough information to go ahead and do something and just let everything play out the more they found out. That's how I felt about it as I read more and more about it. Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't put him on the commissioner exemplet last year and just – do away with all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. say, look, this investigation, we've got enough on him. He needs to be on the exemplist. Mm-hmm. And in a way that would have done, and I heard this today on pro football talk, if they had put him on the exemplist, that would have actually benefited him in a way that he could have got time served at that point. Cause any the, the CBA stipulates that if you are on the exemplist and later on, it's found out that you are guilty, those games that you sat out considered is considered part of the, the time served. So that would yeah. have helped him out in a way, but right. he would have, he would have still got paid, but you know, they should have been doing something, you know, I'm with you. They, they, this, this should have been wrapped up a while back. Yeah. Well, not even just wrapped up, but just the fact that just go ahead and take action now and just let everything play out. Yeah. That's let everything, like you're saying, just let everything play out. And the more we find out, then we can come, we can make a more clear pick, a uh, more clear decision on what everything's playing out. And I don't so. know what's going on tomorrow morning in Mullins. You, you follow you guys, all of you do, but Mullins is good about following Twitter as well. Tony Busby has a press conference tomorrow with some women. Oh, good. really? Some more of women. Of course he does. And I'm not. And wouldn't it be funny? And not funny. Wouldn't it just be crazy? You know, they they, they sort of get to this point, and the NFL is appealing. And they're like, all right, you know, what if he comes out with more people soon? Wow. It that would be crazy. Why is he having point, a press conference tomorrow? At that point, I, I would I would say you're you're too late. Because that's just showmanship on his part. He is doing that crap on purpose. So well, I, mean, I'm, I, would I wouldn't be slow too playing late. it for sure. But I mean, yeah. they haven't met the, uh, oh, what is it? The uh, deadline? Brief. Yeah, the deadline. They just still got, it's like another eight months before people can file, before they can't file anymore. It's yeah. two years is the is the, the realm. Yeah. But it's uh, it's crazy, man. It's But I, I would think that they're going to give them a year, man. That's my thought that they're going to give them a year. If they if they go through this appeal process and they the whole time they've been saying they want an indefinite suspension of a minimum of a year, mm-hmm. and if they're going to actually say we're going to appeal and then they don't step up and do it, I think it's even more egg in their face. This is why this is why I just go back to before. Like if you had just set the precedent a long time ago and this guy was just off the books already and just let this play out the way it's supposed to, I bet this thing, like I bet this thing would have been wrapped up even faster for Watson than what's going on right now. This slow playing that's going on right now. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yep. Mm, I don't know. Either way, the NFL get, is going to get destroyed on this. They yeah. they have no way. Or they already have this. Clean. Yeah. I mean, they're going to get killed either way. Yeah, but they have the perfect. In my mind, they have the perfect opportunity to set something straight. Oh, I going agree on forward. that part. Going there's, forward, there's still a very large segment of people out there who think this is all fake, and that he doesn't deserve to be oh, wow. any suspension. There is a large group of people out there to believe that. And then, and then, I mean, I don't blame them for how they 
they think about that. I mean, that's that's just, so either way, that's fair in my mind. Get, yeah, that's fair. I mean, the NFL is going to get blasted either way. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. they're going to they're going to catch it either way. They're they're going to have. I think I personally think that they when they heard the decision come down Monday, the reason they didn't make a decision until today is I think they kind of felt the water. Okay, let's see what the temperature is out there. Mm-hmm. How many people are really upset about this? Mm-hmm. It can we get by with just letting them have these six games and just get it out of here and over with? And I think they realized they're like, no, nope, there's enough public uh, problems out there that we're we're going to have to do something. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I saw I heard a stat yesterday: forty percent of the people who watch NFL now are women. That's kind of a yeah. large percentage of their base. Wow, that's pretty good. Can't um, can't ignore them. No. So nor should All you. Right. Well, let's uh, let's move on from one crazy problem to another. The uh, Dolphins owner uh, apparently tampering with the integrity of the game and losing some draft picks and getting fined one and a half million dollars. Um, agree or no? And how many games did he get suspended? Six. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's stupid. Uh, um, as we uh, delve into this topic, I'm going to munch into this delicious taco oh do taco, it taco, before it melts oh god uh, wait wait hold it up okay. so we can at least see this thing hold it up oh one of the last ones to go one of the last ones to go so carry on and i will uh mute my crunching okay <laughs> <laughs> maybe I the people this... want to hear the crunching yeah that's exactly. true maybe it's yeah. gonna be one of those videos you're talking about i find it fascinating right. i think personally i think i mean he lost a first round pick a third round pick and a million and a half dollars fine mm-hmm I personally think this has more got to do with his uh, the uh, wanting his team to lose games than anything, because this kind of crap goes on all the time. This this behind the scenes tampering stuff, and I think yeah. the NFL couldn't nail him for the other stuff, so they just got him on this. But man, you first and a third. Yeah, well, when it when it first came out, I thought it was for that. Like for yeah, the, for no. the, the no, Flores. No, no. Nope, it's tampering with freaking. Peyton and uh, Brady, which is crazy yeah. that they had it all lined out, set in place to go. So Brian Flores must have got word of it, and man, he he could post all that man with that lawsuit. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? With you? You're, you're you're in my mind on that. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I don't think this is what this is. This is something uh-huh. to do with Brian Flores and everything nope. that he yeah. threw out there. It was so. the this gave them the ability to nail him. Yeah, that's significant. A first and a third. That million and a half dollars is nothing. That's that's jump change to that dude. But a first round and a third round pick, that's that impacts you. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. And it's the same well, season too, I think. I think it's yeah. next year's draft, ain't it? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So my question is which because they have multiple first rounds next year. Which first round do they take? Oh, in my opinion, you take Probably the highest. The first one. Yeah. yeah you is, it just, is it is it their legit pick, not the ones they acquired? I don't know. What do you, can you only take theirs? Or do you say no, you lose your top first round pick that you have? I don't care how you got it. I don't know. I'd take the top one. That's a good question. Yeah. Hmm. But it's crazy. That I. And how's that affect Sean Payton? Do you think he gets a job next year now? Because now he's kind of tainted. Why? I, I don't tainted? put that. On, I don't put that on Shane Payton, Sean Payton. Why? Because he got reached. He, he was in negotiations with going to Miami before he even resigned his Saints job. Okay. Yeah. He's and Brady fine. should take a lot of heat too. He's he's negotiating going to Miami during the season. Mm-hmm. He should take some heat for it, but nobody's going to touch a little Tommy boy. Well, you two just touch want you two just want Peyton for the Cowboys. Y'all don't want him tainted. No, I'd like to see Sean Payton go to the Cowboys, but I think you know. Oh man, it's obvious those two want to play together or want to be yeah. together. 
Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think, like before, I don't think the NFL was here to do anything to Peyton or Tom Brady. This was all yeah. about the, the Dolphins season and how it ended up. That's, that's, and like you said, there's nothing else that they could get to except for the fact that they can get to them on this. That's what I'm saying. If they wanted to come down on Peyton, then they probably could have. That was my question didn't. too. Why, if, if this was such a big deal, then why mm-hmm. didn't they do something to Brady and Peyton? I mean, shouldn't Brady be in trouble for, I mean, that's he knows true. that he's communicating with somebody. He's under contract. Freaking Peyton is Teflon, man. Come on, Tom Brady. <laughs> come on. Do you watch the Tuck Rule game? Come on. I'm just saying. Okay. That's the greatest saying. of all time. He plays by the rules. Get over it. Shit. Plays by the rules. All right. You saw that stat I sent you. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so just because all of the tampering just involves Tom Brady doesn't mean that he did anything wrong. It's all so, it could be all coincidence. They should wipe all his Super Bowls for the record books. Wow. Let's not get crazy. Now you're being ridiculous, John. That Choco Taco is going straight to your brain. Now, okay. you're, now, you're, now you're just being a Raiders fan. Yeah, I think I think this was made from real freshly squeezed chacos. That was good. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Was, I don't know. <laughs> I might have to apologize. I don't know if that was insensitive. <laughs> I apologize to all the chacos. Does, does it? Does it, wow. it? Everything you say is relatively insensitive, John. Uh, there's a layer of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A layer. A layer of it. <sighs> Well, man, there's just so I, I just this whole week has just been fascinating with the NFL and rule breakers, I guess is the best way to put it. So it was definitely, I thought, I'm not gonna lie, I thought you're the test in the waters, testing the waters, yeah. If it's within the rules, like say you can keep a first and a second rounder, but you can only keep one, but you want to put them in the second round slot. Yeah, fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it allowed me. To I believe the league office has spoken on that. Yeah, that's true. That, the, com- the, the commission is a dictator. That's all I know. That's Shouldn't have brought right. it up. Yeah. He's a he's a dictator. That's all I'm going to say. That commissioner is brutal. So, yeah, but, he's a big fan of Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Wow. Uh, I'm not a Roger. I've never been a fan of Roger Goodell. I've, from the moment he's been the commissioner of the NFL, I've never been a fan. I don't care if he's made, you know, all these billions of dollars for the NFL and wants to go play in London and Mexico and Germany and all these other places. I don't really care. I think he's, I, I think he's a terrible commissioner. That's just me. So mostly because I feel like he's inconsistent. So that's why. Anyway, let's do some positive. Before you go any further, who's worse, Roger Goodell or Manfield? Oh, Manfield. Okay. God, I just, man, I just, I just yeah. a little bit of yeah. I had to have I had to know. Yeah. At least at least I mean I can at least give credit to Goodell because I mean he's got the business aspect and he's gotten football way ahead of baseball on a tons of things. And so yeah. Okay, I just had to check. Yeah, no, 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 we're good there. I promise you. We're good there. Um yeah, it was just a positive just for half a second. So uh I don't know who shared this one exactly, but Dude Perfect will be broadcasting a series of Thursday night football games? Are we That's, are we going to tune in? I'm going to give it a shot. I want to see these guys. They're hilarious. So, no, I'm not watching it. Why not? Wow. You got to sp- support some local boys. They were here in town Friday. They did a show here Friday. They're I know from here, fool. I know they're from there. Or yeah. his here is not our here. So he's there. His but here's he's there. from here too. His his yeah. here's there. You're there. I'll probably but watch here. it once just to see, man. But I just don't see that going. I, I tried to watch a couple of YouTube videos. They're just a little too goofy for me, man. 
Uh, I bet it's going to be. I good. Hope they don't bring that goofiness to the to the. I can't watch. What are you it. talking about? They make the most amazing trick shots. The yeah. shots are yes. cool, but some of their YouTube videos and stuff is just like uh, I lose interest. Just fast forward to the shot. Wow. Stick I don't know how well are they, are they going like, to be like the broadcast team? Is that what they're going to be? It's an alternative maybe, broadcast, yeah. So they're going to be maybe, like the Mannings, and probably like the Mannings, them. yeah. Are the Mannings still doing that thing? I, I believe. So. I believe I hope they not. are. No, I, I never, I never couldn't get into it. I think they're bad. I think they're good. I, I mean, actually I think, I think what they do is good, but for what I want to watch as a football fan, I don't want to hear all this talking and interviewing <laughs> Charles Barkley and stuff. I want to watch the game. If it's my I team playing, that. I don't want to watch them. I understand <laughs> some people like that, but I don't. It it's annoys me. But well, I think they're good at that corner of the people that want to see that. I think they're good at it. Like they have mm-hmm. good. You know, camaraderie. I'm obviously the brothers. But... Well, that explains a lot, John. You don't have to watch the game with anybody anyway. I don't. <laughs> I ain't like to just be in a room by myself. I don't want anyone around me. Cook knows this. I, I don't need outside stimulus. I just have to focus. So we're, Imagine... where are we going to go watch some Raider games this year? He gets yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't like to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that's, like this, like there needs to be like a padded room that John goes into to like watch these Raider games and like, put all the frustration like, out. Like when the Spurs back in the day when they were in the playoffs and stuff. Like I love watching the Spurs play, but I I love the days when they're off and I can watch other teams because it's just like ah, it's just like I can enjoy the game and I'm not like when they, when when my team plays, I'm 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 tense and it's it's almost unenjoyable. I had John at my house to watch two Raider games. Okay. Okay. The Tuck Rule and the Super, and the Super Bowl. Bowl. Wow. Thank you, Cook. Holy cow. I should punch you right in the face. <laughs> the I, never thought about that. I, I never I kid you not, man. He was in the corner of the living room, laying on his back, just staring at the ceiling like he died. He didn't for say hours. a word for like an hour. I mean, he just laid there. We we're all like, John, he didn't even Somebody else was there with us. Eric. Eric was there. Eric. And then when we were done, you guys started playing Madden. And yeah. the all just were in the corner playing Madden. And I was over there. You still just laid there. Because <laughs> I knew the opportunity that had been missed right there, like how close we were. Mm-hmm. Still can you, can you, can, is it like yesterday, John? Like, are you still there? Like, when you think about it, are you still on the floor? <laughs> yeah, I can, I, can, I can see it. I can see it. It's not good. Uh, I still remember, I remember when Cook, you and Jesse came to the house, and we watched the first, I think the first time Al, we went to Alabama. We watched Johnny Manziel against Alabama. That yeah, and that interception happened, and, like, we all, like, jumped off the couch. Your couch went flying across yeah. backwards. <laughs> The interception that was good, anyway. Um, all right, I, I, I may watch Dude Perfect one time. I mean, I mean, just just to do yeah. just as a give it a shot, yeah. I'll give I mean, it a shot. I mean, Alice Caruso this week, too. Also, you know, Chris in the new court or not new court, Chris in the local basketball court. So that you know, that's pretty cool, too. So, the Caruso court there. So now here in College Station, where is that at? Uh, in I think the Castle Gate, yeah, no, Castle, Castle Gate, Castle Gate, yeah. Area. So, can, can we go play there? Yeah. Or do you got to be part of the HOA there to play? I don't Just, think so. I think it's a public court. I think we should I go. Know. We should go play. Sure. Yeah. 
You want me? You want me to dunk on John? That, yeah, we'll bring the we'll bring the little trampoline for him to practice. Yeah, yeah. I'll dunk on John. We're right. I got a tripod. We'll set it up and record it. So, okay. Um, I sent you the all-time non-Hall of Fame fifty-three man roster. What y'all think? Uh, uh I tell me how it's done. No, no I look at, at this. It. I don't. I remember looked at it, but it was just I don't remember everything. I did look at it. Yeah, I mean, of course, we looked at it. And? I, I, well, that was pretty good. I just remember Lester Hayes was starting, and <laughs> I can't remember who the quarter, his starting quarterback Cornelius, was. Okay. Cornelius Bennett, too. That was shocking. Oh, that was, yeah, I said Cornelius Bennett. Yes. Then you guys How's he not said he didn't, didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah, we've talked about it before this, where Lester definitely should be. Starter, starting quarterback was Mike, was Mike Vick. That's right. I remember Ken Anderson and Plunkett were the backups, but yeah, I couldn't yeah. believe Plunkett was third string on this. I was like, yeah. I'd on. have Plunkett first. I would too. I had nothing against Mike Vick, but I'm just like, come on, Plunkett's yeah. going to be third string on this. Yeah, and I had a problem with Ricky Williams as a third string. I was like, Ricky Williams is not Hall of Fame quality for me yet. It's not, not even close. close. Yeah, I agree. But the wide receivers are strong. Oh yeah, yeah. Every one of those wide receivers should be in, in my opinion, should be in the Hall of Fame. I think I agree. I think Sterling Sharp needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely Reggie um, Wayne. What? Hater. Sterling Sharp? Yes, yeah, Sterling Sharp. Uh, I mean, I have to see some stats, but I mean, he doesn't ring the Hall of Fame to me. He had oh. a great, he had a great career. And, right. and Mark Bavaro should not be higher than Todd Christensen. <laughs> he should totally be higher than yet. Todd Christensen. Jave Novacek should be one what? on that list. Oh, you're crazy. What? He's got three Super Bowls. He does. Yeah, that's true. Novacek, Novacek should be higher. I, I think Richard be... Webb should be starting at left tackle. Uh, Joe Jacoby uh, is pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Webb. I think Eric Williams should be the right tackle. That's yeah, there's me. no way Eric Williams. Eric Williams would kill people. Yeah. yeah. And there's a reason he's not in the Hall of Fame is stupid. Why is he not in the Hall of Fame? I don't Just know. Saturday, why is he not in? Who? Jeff Saturday. Yes. He is he up for it yet? Is he up for election yet? I don't know when he retired. I thought so. No, I'm pretty sure. What? Well, yeah, I'm thinking. When did he retire? He should be. Yeah, I think it was a long time ago, wasn't it? Mm, I think Zach Thomas should be in too. Yeah. Yep. Patrick Willis, he's he probably will get in too, I think. What about Leroy Glover? I think Leroy Glover should be yes. in. Too. Yeah, Leroy yes. Glover get in. And Greg Lloyd should be in there. That's my personal opinion. I think Greg Lloyd should be in Kevin there. Green's in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kevin yeah, Green's in. Greg Lloyd yeah. needs to be in. Yeah. yeah. Darren Woodson hands down should be in, in my opinion. It's stupid he's not. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Same with Lester. Yeah, the Lester Hayes is, is dumb. Lester dumb. Hayes has been is way overdone. It, the, it, he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. If there's Some anybody things, on that list. And I tell you what, Ronnie Barber, he is Sneaky, better than I thought he was. Uh, Jeff Saturday retired in 2013. Oh yeah, so oh, yeah. Okay, so he's eligible then. Okay, he should be in. There's no reason he's not in. He should be. Yeah, in. I agree. I thought it was a pretty good list. I thought the list overall was really good, and I thought Harvey Martin was already in as a Cowboys fan. I thought he was already in the Hall of Fame, and I was wrong about that. So. Who's better, Cornelius Bennett, Cornelius Bennett or uh, Greg Lloyd? Who's the better linebacker? Hmm. 
Uh, I'm going to go with Bennett. I'm going to say Bennett's the better overall. I'm leaning yeah. towards Lloyd. I'm leaning toward Bennett. Hmm. But, I mean, I don't – it's been so long since I've seen Bennett play. I don't I don't remember. You see Lloyd play recently? No, but more recent <laughs> than Bennett. <laughs> Uh, okay, what about his counterpart though for the Bills? Daryl Talley. Is Daryl Talley Hall Man. of Fame worthy? Mm. I don't know. Man, I don't know. I mean, we can't let everybody in. He's like, that uh, <laughs> he's, like hey, the Alvin, he's like the Alvin Harper for Cowboys, you know? Oh, he, you know? Yeah. But that's okay. You have, that's a pretty good defense, though. I mean, you had Bruce Smith, Bennett, Talley, and. Did they have Ted Washington too? I think so. So, I mean, that's, that's a, a man. Pretty good, that's a pretty good squad. That's a pretty good squad of defensive team right there. Don't forget Steve Tasker. Mark Kelso. Mm, you know, I, I, uh, what about Josh Norbert? <laughs> what about him? <laughs> he'll always, he'll always live in, Football lore. He always will. He's got his own. Uh, he's got his own uh, claim to fame. He'll be all right. So, all right. I've got one more, and I thought this was really cool, and I want to get y'all thoughts on this one too. Which was the unbreakable records. Did y'all see this also? No. The I most unbreakable the records. Test, but I did not look at that one. Okay. The most unbreakable records that are still being quote unquote chased. Okay. I want to give you some of these that tell me if you think they'll ever be breakable. All right. LaDainian Tomlinson's single season touchdown record, which is 31, uh, 28 rushing touchdowns as a record. And then he scored 31 total touchdowns in the season. The total, very possible. Yeah. Yes. The rushing, not in today's game. If if we kind of get a, a move back to where running running backs are the primary weapons on a team, mm-hmm. possible. So it really depends on how the game flows. Okay. I think okay. if Derrick Henry has a healthy season, he has a shot at it because their offense is built around Derrick Henry. But that's like the only person I can think of. Okay. All right. Uh, next one. Jerry Rice's – sorry. Okay. Jerry Rice's uh, career receiving yards and receiving Oof. touchdowns. Uh, total receiving yards is 22,895, and he has 100 – and 90, uh, 97 receiving touchdowns. That's a lot. I give I that less than 1% chance of somebody breaking it. I don't okay. think there's a chance, but I think – I don't think it will get broken, but I think because of today's game, if you get someone who comes in young and stays for a long time, it's they have a you know 5% chance possibly. Okay. Okay. According to this, uh, for it to happen – even the great Cooper Cup would have to replicate his 2021 season uh, nine more times to pass Jerry Rice and yeah. to pass him in yards and 10 more times just to pass him in touchdowns. Which is just more impressive about his record because they didn't throw the ball like they do now. Then. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's crazy. But they did. That team kind of did. Well, right. It was a lot of short yeah. stuff, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we had that argument about Roger Craig's because – he was, you know, he, he, yeah, he went and won the Super Bowls and he, you know, he did really good for the team in the position that he was in. 
but the running back was not the primary weapon on that team yeah, at all. Never worked for right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Uh, Jim Brown's eight rushing titles. He only played nine seasons, and no one has accomplished more than four since then, and those are Steve Van Buren, O.J. Simpson, Eric Dickerson, Emmett Smith, and Barry Sanders. It'll yeah. never get touched. That don't ever touch. Even if a switch came to where, you know, we were back in the days of Emmett Smith and uh, and those guys, Barry Sanders. Yeah, I mean, those guys didn't do it. Nobody can. Yeah, okay. they just don't run like one man backs like that anymore. You know, it's committees yeah. for the most part now. Okay. Uh, I got a few more. I don't have time to go through all of them. We're going to do some more. Uh, Major League Baseball, Nolan Ryan's career strikeout record, which was 5,714, which is 900 more than second place Randy Johnson. Yeah, that won't be touched. Not anytime soon. Okay. If if ever. Okay. The the closest guy right now that's active is still 2,600 strikeouts away, uh, behind him, and that's Justin Verlander, who's 39 years old. The pitchers don't go as long as they used to. You know, Nolan yeah. had multiple, I mean, many games where he played seven, eight, nine innings. Today's game, if you can get five and a third out of your starter, people yeah. are happy with that. That's true. Yeah. They start pulling those starters at five and a third, less than six innings. I mean, you got to have the, you got to have the innings in, and they just don't do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Each row's 262 hit season. Broken or not ever broken? Two hundred. That's doable, I think, isn't it? It's ha- it could happen. I mean, I'm sure it's out of it's it's you know it's out there. Yeah, I'll put it I'll put it perspective a little bit. There's seven players that have reached the 250 hit uh, club in a season. Six of those seasons happened in the 1920s or the 1930s. The other was Ichiro's 262 hit season in 2004. That's how. Old infrequent or how remarkable it is that can be done it can be done you're right it can be done i mean what we're seeing with a lot of these stats is just the way they used to just run these players into the ground like you're gonna pitch (laughs) nine innings you're gonna (laughs) you know and and also they didn't have like free agency a lot so you 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 were locked in on that team you weren't going anywhere so we had this guy it's just now the mentality is to make your your entire team last longer and uh, lengthen their careers so you have more of these kind of committee approaches or we'll have seven guys pitch a game instead of one guy pitch a game. We'll have three running backs instead of one running back. It's harder to do these things. Yeah. I agree. I guess some more. I'm going to do a few more and then we'll, then we'll move on. Okay. Uh, Will Chamberlain's 100-point game. Everybody broken? That's not uh, going to happen. No. No. Okay. Obviously, the closest one is Kobe Bryant of 81. Uh, Steph Curry's 3,117 career three-pointers. I don't think it's going to get touched because he's got another five or six years probably of playing, and he's just going to keep adding to it. There's no way. Okay. Um, Gretzky owns pretty much every career total. That guy. Is is there ever going to be anybody that touches him? I mean, you don't want to say it'll never will, but I mean, it's rare. That, okay, that, I'll put you, he was special. He was special. I'll put some. I'll put some. Uh, some uh, rankings to this. Okay, Gretzky had 575 multi-assist games. The next closest guy is 282. 
Uh, Gretzky had 824 multi-point games. Yager is second all-time with 540. Gretzky has 50 career hat tricks. The next closest active leader right now is Alex Ovechkin with 28. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. He, he was like uh, Jerry Rice. With, with yeah. like, it's him, and then there's the rest. Yeah. Uh, a few more. Okay. Uh, let's do some horse racing. Secretariat's 1973 Kentucky Derby uh, time of 1 minute and 54 point, 1 minute and 59.4 seconds. Still the record for 50 years later. And no one has come under two minutes since then. Yeah, that's it's tough to beat ever. Yeah. The only Anything. other horse to ever get under two minutes was the horse that Secretary get beat in that race. Ah, that's crazy. So man, uh, was a man I of mean, war. Yeah. I don't know anything about horses or anything. Like why, <laughs> why, like why was he so fast and why can't anyone else do it? That was a like, special what, horse. What, it's hard, man. I mean, a two minute mile. That's crazy. But didn't I, I think I watched the movie Secretary? That wasn't he like supposedly like undersized and he wasn't even like pure line and all this stuff. And it, it was just kind of like, how did this horse do this? Yeah, I, it was a I smaller horse. Correctly. Smaller horse, and but just, I guess, a, yeah, so I don't weird. want to say bigger heart because it, it wasn't, I mean, yeah, technically sure. it was a little bit bigger, but it wasn't out of the ordinary. But no, just, mentally just okay is that just, is that just a and if we're putting that into perspective do you think it's just like one of those special events and what i mean by that is like lightning in a bottle yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like you can't replicate it it just that happened that it. way and you had to, but two of them you know it's, it's just it's hard you can't do that man so mm-hmm. yeah so okay, this can't be repeated i agree I agree. And I, it would take something tremendous, in my opinion, to even get close to that. Because my favorite thing anytime I watch the Derby is when they take the winner and they do side by side with Secretariat and yeah, they yeah. see the gap between them still, you know, between Secretariat and the winner for that year. And the links between them is just extraordinary. Yeah. So yeah, it's always fun to watch that. Um, all right. My last one is Michael Phelps Olympic medal. Uh, count. He's got 28 medals for his entire Olympic career, 23 golds. That's insane. So, I mean, it, it pretty much has to be a swimmer, right? Because they don't, they have the most events. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Like that yeah. help that helps you out because, you know, in each Olympic, what you have, you know, what, two yeah. to six events or something like that? Yeah. They yeah. can have, I think, uh, yeah, I want to say six is the, upper limit of what they would do and no other sport you can really branch out in that many events i don't think um right track and field but not not as much uh yeah maybe i'm gonna say on that i'm just gonna say maybe on that one Mm, i'm gonna give it a a maybe yeah I would give it a big, pretty much no, in my opinion, because I mean, the greatest Olympian, I think, considered American Olympian considered before Phelps was Carl Lewis when he had like eight medals. And that was over two Olympics. I mean, I think this is over three Olympics that he did this. And yeah, more than three. It's still ridiculous. 28 medals. That's a lot. So. 
Yeah, he would have to do more than three. There, there are people who are on, who are just like, man, I, I'm glad I got my one bronze. <laughs> there are countries yeah, that are happy, happy they got a bronze, right? Like yeah. one bronze, one bronze. And he has 23 golds and 25, 28 total. That's just insane. Oh yeah, gymnastics would be another one that somebody would have a chance. Yeah, if, that's if they point. were able to go to enough. All the individuals and team and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they have a good shot. Yeah. So I don't think it'll be touched. I think I think he'll always be considered the greatest Olympian, not just American Olympian, just Olympian in general, probably of all time. So yeah. Uh, let's keep moving on. Uh, Major League Baseball had a lot of big trades. Um, Juan Soto moving, man. I'm just like, that was a heck no of a way. deal. No way did I trade for him without a contract in place. Did they not do that? I thought that I, I thought they were gearing that. I, th- I know that he had, they have two more years under team control with Soto, so I'm assuming that's. I thought they had it. I wouldn't trade for him all those assets like that without a contract in place. Yeah, two years yeah. control, but two years for all that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they signed a contract like an extension. Or he just turned down a four hundred and forty million dollar contract with the. Uh, the Nationals. I mean, I'd I'd have to have a contract in place. There's no way I'm trading for him without it. Um, I I agree with you on that part, but I mean, if you have to if you have to use your team control and some of the rosters moves that you've already made, I mean, you have in my mind you have time, but it's going to have to be a massive contract because I mean, didn't he turn down 14 years, 440 million dollars? Yeah, mm-hmm. 440 million. He just turned down. But the average for that though was only twenty nine million dollars. I mean, that wasn't even above, that wasn't even above Trout or any of these other guys that have signed record deals. I don't know if he's better than Trout. I have no idea. But I mean, he's a darn good baseball player. So we'll see. I mean, something has to be done. I think if you're going to sign a fourteen year contract, in my opinion, to get that massive amount of money guaranteed, you're going to have to be, understand that you're not going to get the. At least for me as a team aspect, I'd look at like, look, we're paying you for the next 14 years. You're not going to be this elite player for 14 years, but we're willing to sign you for 440 million guaranteed. I mean, that's a huge financial commitment. I would think that the average salary, you'd be okay with it a little bit. We're not talking like it's $10 million less. Mm-hmm. You know, that what's the highest? It's like what, 32? Something like, like that, that. whatever. So I think it's, it's, a three, it's a $3 million gap per year, but it's $440 million total. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how many guys have that 14-year, $440 million guaranteed? That's true. That's true. Do you think baseball needs to go the way of NFL, though? And with these short-term, high-guaranteed contracts so that you're at, you're at least getting something out of these guys and not nothing? Maybe. Uh, yeah. Because the NFL's contracts are getting shorter and shorter and higher and guaranteed money all the time. And I keep thinking that's exactly what the NBA does also. I mean, they don't do anything crazy. You're talking about four years max contract deals with some of these guys. I think baseball has to get changing their aspects with what's going on and be like, okay, you know what? We don't get any guarantees with these guys. 14 years. 14 years, in my opinion, if I was the owner, that's a long time to keep a, keep a guy. I mean, you're even as young as he is, he's still gonna be 36 years old at the end of this contract. Mm-hmm. I want him for the good time that he's here. I want the max of you know output when he's young and in his prime. So what's wrong with a four-year 
I don't know, what, what would that be? A four-year, probably $160 million with 120 of it guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, they may have to, but it's going to be interesting. But if, if someone's willing to give them the 440 for 14, I mean, do you not take it? And where is San Diego getting all this money all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I was shocked it was, it was the Padres. I mean, the contracts on their team, I mean, they got Tatiste on there. His contract's ridiculous. They they just signed a... Didn't they just sign somebody else to a big contract, too? I mean, I don't know where they're getting their money all of a sudden. Tatis isn't a big deal, too, but, I mean, I don't know exactly where they're coming from this money either. But, I mean, right now, it's not costing me anything. Let's say it cost them was, what, two players? No, it was like six uh, minor league players. and Yeah, it was, it was a lot of prospects. Yeah, it was like, a lot like of prospects. Good prospects. Okay, but so as they're line, as they're starting lineup right now, it was only two active players, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if it doesn't pan out, they're in trouble. Oh yeah, I mean their farm system is gutted. The farm system. Yeah, and if you don't get a if you don't get a world championship out of this, then it wasn't worth it at all. Uh, I mean, you have to get a world championship out of this for it to count. And they got Josh Bell out of it, including. Yeah. yeah. That was insane. Yeah. So okay. Let's keep it on moving on. Um, obviously, we had two big passings in sports this week with uh, Bill Russell and Ben Scully. Um, any takeaways? Maybe these guys. I think uh, overall, Bill Russell's underappreciated for what he was. Yeah, under really. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Today's today's fans, I think, maybe not our generation, but yeah. I think a lot of people forget how great Bill Russell really was. He was a defensive. Uh, what's the word? Our house. That's a good way to put it. Thank you. Um, I, and I think that's the part where he gets, he gets. Uh, pushed back because. Because Chamberlain kind of overshadows him, and, and Jabbar also kind of overshadows him because they're more of an offensive output guys. But he played—I feel he plays more of a team game. Russell does. That's just me. Well, yeah, I think his eleven rings would speak of that. His <laughs> <Yeah>. team. <laughs> I mean, yeah. th- th- there's that picture. I don't remember what magazine covered it. You know, he's got his hands on his face. And he has all eleven rings, and I think it even says like Lord of the Rings or something. Like. It's uh, those two, that image of him doing that. And then there's that one famous interview where I don't remember what championship it was. I mean, there's 11 of them and uh, some guy comes into the locker room to interview him and they're like, you know, doing the champagne and stuff. And he, he, you know, goes over to talk to the guy and he's just got a big old smile. He's one. And then he, I don't even remember what the question was, but he's like, yeah, how are you feeling? And blah, blah, blah. And then immediately his face, he just, turns to tears because you can tell the 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 you know the whole moment like the whole season is over and they've won it and that relief i always just remember that 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 the picture of his face just going from partying with it with his teammates and then just you can see it in his face of like ah we did it uh, and i always remember that with bill russell <clears throat> i always remember bill russell for always giving up the MVPs, the player MVPs. After they renamed the trophy, the Bill Russell, whatever, finals MVP trophy or whatever. Um, I always remember that about him. I thought he was always genuine in 
and what he did whenever he was presenting to the players. Um, and that's what I liked about him. And he always seemed he always seemed to be very much of a I'm gonna say a encourager of he just seemed for like the young education. Yeah, he did positive influence on league. Yeah, ambassador. Mm-hmm. There was I think it was the year that they first renamed it the Bill Russell MVP Award, and uh, that year Tim Duncan won it. And there's a really good interview where he interviewed Tim Duncan, and in that interview he he basically tells Tim Duncan that he's his favorite current player. It's a pretty good interview. I've heard that I've heard him say that. So I think I think Tim Duncan in a way plays the Bill Russell game though, in that he's a team player and whatever it takes for the team. Like if you need me to score 30 points, I'll score 30 points. If you need me to get 10 blocks, I'll get 10 blocks tonight. So that's what I take away from Bill Russell mostly is that he does remind me of Tim Duncan or Tim Duncan reminds me of him, I should say, in that aspect. And they were like the the, the quiet assassins, like the gentle giants out there. Yeah. So. That, that's you know, another, I mean, where you're just talking about records to be broken. Do you see anybody ever winning more than 11 net or, uh, championships? No. Man. Not as one a team. player. Not as a player. Yeah, that's I mean, a there's, lot. there's guys out there who've got a combination of player and coaching and stuff, but not, not as a player. No way. Mm. I mean, yeah. like currently, what would it be like uh, Robert Ory? Did he have like six or seven? Like with the Rockets, Spurs, and Lakers, but yeah. I mean that's 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 like a, a yeah, that's yeah. just a utility guy bouncing around. No way, not in today's game. There's no way it'll happen, and definitely not with the same team. Yeah, I couldn't imagine my team winning eleven championships in thirteen years like that. That's just unfathomable. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's a run. Yeah. You don't, yeah. you don't even do that in PlayStation. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so. Oh, well. Um, and Vince Scully, you know, I was never listening. I never listened to Vince Scully a whole lot, but uh, I listened to I listened to him today do the Field of Dreams. Um, this is part of Field of Dreams. We're talking about Ray. He said, Ray, if you build it, it will come. And I, I listened to it today, and it was – it was gut wrenching. It was really good. It yeah. like cut to the core. I was really impressed. So, and I think I think announcers like that, like him, are just unique with their voice and what they do, and then their and the inflections and stuff like that. So, right. like Joe Buck, I know that his dad obviously is is much more famous than he is, but you know Joe Buck's not a bad one. My favorite guy is Phil. Not Phil Jackson. <laughs> What's the guy's name that did the Rose Bowl intro all the time? Not Phil Jackson. Keith Jackson. Keith Jackson. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, he was always one of my favorite announcers all the time. I love listening to him. Just come on, and you know. Oh, Nelly. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But this what it is. Uh, last thing on the docket before we go to final thoughts. Aggie recruiting over the weekend apparently was really good. Ooh, yes, man. Big weekend. And I, and I love it, too, because, you know, everybody's been talking a lot of crap over the last few months about A&M recruiting. Like, yeah, see, y'all, all y'all did was buy your class and y'all don't have enough money. Y'all can't buy anymore. And it was just a one and done. Y'all are nothing. Jimbo don't know how to recruit. And 
just on and on and on. And yeah, now look. That was a pretty good week. Yeah, it was. And it's only going to get better. I mean, I think there's going to be some surprises before it's all said and done. I mean, I think so too. Yeah. Just the fact that, that, uh, what is that guy's name from uh, USC? Uh, is it? Uh, I can't think of his name now. Is that that he's going to transfer? Yeah. Well, no, he's he's committed to USC. Um, I know you're talking about Nelson. The... Is it last name Nelson? God, I just drew a blank. I'll look. I'll look it up. Um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, he's already committed to USC. Uh, but he uh, he came here this past weekend too with all these other big recruits that we had in town. So you could say it was just a fun trip for him. But I, I Malachi know Nelson. Yeah, that's him. Malachi, Malachi Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, um, it's a five star quarterback that's committed to USC, and it's so funny because I've seen some some people like, oh, you know, all he did was go there just to have some fun and such. And somebody pointed out, who in their right mind goes to College Station just for a fun weekend? <laughs> that's <laughs> true. You go to Jamaica, not not College Station. So mm-hmm. who knows where how that'll end up? Um, I mean, quite honestly, he, he's a, a 2023 recruit. We really don't need another big time quarterback coming in, but you can't really say no to a big five star quarterback like him, who's currently sitting in uh, number two on the list of quarterbacks. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think some list may have him number one, but I above, think he passed our, did, Archie. He passed Manning. Our, I, say, yeah. I, I saw some list. We passed Archie Manning. Yeah. So, so yeah, big time recruits going uh, visiting us and and some commits. So I I loved I love obviously Anthony Hill, the number one linebacker. Oh my gosh, that by. kid's a freak! I love yeah. that guy. Right, and then I heard I read on Twitter. I'm not sure, and I read on Twitter that he was already out there. As soon as he after he committed, he's been out there on the recruiting, just like talking to everybody. Yeah, but I'm liking the fact that it, it's a defensive player more than it's an offensive player. I want. Like we did last year, I just want those five-star defensive studs or four-star defensive studs, and mm. just have so much depth and just just. I want wrecking yeah. crew football I was back. Say, I want. I want crew wrecking back. crew football back. I still do. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't want to put up 35 points a game because I do. I with Evan Stewart and all the guys on, on the other side. <laughs> but man, I just would love to have just this dominating defense where you can't run the ball, you can't throw the ball, and we just yeah. slowly. And like it, a python just suck you down, you know. And you can yep. stockpile all those uh defensive guys because I mean you can I mean we could have three guys deep at each position and just keep rotating them in, rotating them in, they'll all yeah. get to play. Yeah, they're gonna yeah, get like time. A, we're like a quarterback or wide receivers, you know. You you like Carrie was saying, you almost don't want to have too many because then you know you, you don't have a room for them. But those defensive guys, I mean you they got they're gonna be rotating in. You can at least have two deep and maybe some positions three deep. Yeah, yeah. Because I miss, you know what I miss at Kyle Field? I miss, I miss the little symbol for Wrecking Crew, and I miss hearing it. I miss yeah. hearing it when we're dominating on the field on defense. And you hear the Wrecking Crew, wrecking, all that. You, oh man, it used to be all on a regular basis, and we have not been that way. And I, when we got that stud off, that stud linebacker, I was just like, yes, 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 and yes. It's exactly what I want to see. I'd rather go into LSU or into Bama or to Florida. 
on their home turf and just have a dominating defense that just sucks the life out of the stadium. That means more to me than having a loud Kyle Field. I'd rather be able to keep, you know, Death Valley to like a minimum than having the loudest roar at Kyle Field. Yeah. Because that is probably one of the best things you hear is when there's nothing coming from the other side. Nothing yep. coming from the other side. So. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Our recruiting is not dead, contrary to the rumor, rumors. Yeah. And that D tackle, that's a three-star kid. That's 6'3", like 380. Oh, my God. That's freaking huge. It's a big individual. 380. Yeah. 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 Try You're not going to push him, him around. Yeah. That's, Ted, that's like Ted Washington. Mm-hmm. That's like a No, that's wall. like a, what's his name? What's his name? The, oh, can't. Is it Vince? Wolfork. Yeah. That's what that's like. That's what that's like. I met that dude in person at a Starbucks. That dude is huge. Yeah. Massive. Seeing him on TV and in person, it's, it just doesn't give him justice. That dude is a large individual. So, yeah. Maybe we have future Vince Wolfork in our in our recruiting class. Maybe we have. I agree. So imagine trying to block that dude, no. three hundred eighty pounds. I don't think so, man. And I'm so. I'm shocked that they actually have him recruited as a, he's a three star listed as a three star. I think it's way undervalued. I mean, give him extra one extra star just for his size. <laughs> yeah that, that's kind of what i was thinking and with that size and he's three i'm like well like is does he have some flaws like what's his deal if he's not at least four no uh, you get that know. kid in here and work on his technique he's going to be golden and, uh, and is he a junior or a senior he's a 23 class so okay uh, so he's a senior next year yeah 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 so i mean he may even still grow some he possible <laughs> You don't want him to get like 400. I mean, that's too big. Uh, <laughs> 380 is fine. Maybe I was thinking six, four and a half, maybe. He's uh, Samoan. He's, was, got, he's got plenty of room to grow. Yeah. yeah he, oh, if he's Samoan, he can take 400. Yeah, that's that's not, that's small. That's, <laughs> that's the runt. That's yeah. the runt. You got picked yeah. up. His uh, mom is probably telling him, you getting skinny, kid. You got to eat. Come here. Yeah. Uh, Keep eating. <laughs> Is that what your mom told you, John? Just keep eating. Keep, keep eating. eating. Oh, Lord. I did. All right. Yeah. Did I miss anything? Do I miss anything for this week? Anything else we need to cover real fast? No, I think you covered it. So, I think so, too. I think that's pretty much everything. I mean, there was obviously plenty more that we could talk about. We could talk about ACL tears. It's going to be a lot next week. Oh, there was a an NFL uh, Marquise Brown for the Cardinals was arrested this morning for uh, felony speeding. Oh, yeah. Huh. Okay. That was interesting. Huh. At 7 o'clock in the morning. I guess he was running late for practice. Now that's what happened. <laughs> he shouldn't be late for practice. So, but, oh, well. It is what it is. All right, let's go to final thoughts, gentlemen. Who's up? Gary, you first. go first. Yeah, you gotta go first. All right. Well, I got another Cinderella story for you. Oh, nice. Yeah. 1998, St. Louis Rams went four and 12. Here we go. Terrible, terrible season. Next season, they've got Trent Green as their quarterback. They're thinking, man, we've, we, we're going to do so good. This is going to be great. 
Uh, then Trent Green went down in preseason. What did they do? They went to the grocery store and got this kid named Kurt Warner to come play. Rest was history. Nice. Ends up winning the Super Bowl and the greatest and running the greatest show on turf for how many years? For a while, right? Five or six years? Three or four? Four or five? Uh, I think it was like four. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, the dude was just, he was playing, uh, what was he playing? uh, Arena ball for Idaho, Mm -hmm. I believe it was. The barn stormers. Barn burners or whatever. Stormers. Stormers, yeah. Barn stormers. And and sacking groceries. And, you know, go and pull that kid out. And then he starts, well, I guess he really wasn't even a kid. He was in football terms, middle-aged by that point. And then lead him to a Super Bowl. That's that's pretty crazy to to me. And he was league MVP too, wasn't he? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Right. And he's so the best thing for them, for, for the Rams, was Trent Green going down. <laughs> At the time, they thought it was the worst, but no. Yeah, you never know. The same way what you did last week with Drew Bledsoe, I'm sure it was like, oh, we lost Drew yeah. Bledsoe. Yeah. You know, Carrie, your Cinderella stories are, are giving me hope for the Texans this year. <laughs> uh, you never maybe know. We'll, maybe, maybe we'll be the Cinderellas. Obviously, yeah. some crazy things have happened in the past, so you That's never true. know. That's right. Is that it? That's it. Is that it? That's okay. it? Oh, wow. Can I go next? Okay. Can I go next? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. All right, I got some quick hitters, and then I got a kind of a long one at the end. Uh, Bill Russell, we already touched on. I mean, the guy, it, the last year he played was 1969, before all of us were born, except probably Kerry, who was like an aged man at that point. But he, and we still know who he is. Like, he, he, Bill Russell, you say the name, it, it conjures up an image. Uh, so thank you, Bill Russell. White Sox, they're they're, they're still doing it. Win one, lose one, except thank you, A's. You've been so nice. The Royals. <laughs> we, we got the Rangers coming up tomorrow uh, for a four-game uh, series. Four oh, game so series. More, more else where you got it. So hopefully, uh, well, yeah, we'll probably split the series two and two, knowing how they are. And and don't get on my coach for sleeping in the dugout. Man's old. He, he's got to sleep. It's baseball. Who cares? Well, what's he going to tell them that they don't already know? Uh, Raiders, Carrie, thank you. You got that logo. Yeah, you're repping the Raiders there. I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm hearing a lot of positive buzz around the Raiders, man. It's making me nervous, but uh, I'm, I'm starting <laughs> to get excited because it's not like other people are saying, you know, just it can offensive line hold up. That's a, that's that's the biggest question mark. So that uh, we get the Raiders speak of. They play tomorrow. Play the uh, preseason Hall of Fame game, and on, also on that note, yeah, Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then this weekend, Cliff Branch posthumously uh, finally getting to go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, it, it was a shame he went in posthumously. Stabler went in posthumously. It's like, come on, let's get Lester Hayes in there. Let's. Not, I don't like it when they go in posthumously like this. They make them wait forever. Aggies, we just touched on. Just keep reloading, reloading, reloading. And then, Carrie, you've inspired me. I got a Cinderella story. Oh. And, and this is one that you guys aren't even going to know. But this is this is uh, special to me or uh, my team. Does anyone even know who Lester Cotton Sr. is? You, ever, you don't even know who Sounds this person familiar, is. Sounds familiar, I don't know. No. He, he played uh, on two national championships for Alabama, offensive line. 
2019, let me make sure I got my facts straight. 2019, he was an undrafted free agent signing by the Raiders. Signed him, and then he was released after roster cuts in August and signed to the practice squad. And then December, he was promoted to the active roster, and he played one snap in one game for that whole season. 2020, he was released after roster cuts again. Didn't play all of 2020. 2021 in February, he was signed. And then in August, once again, roster cuts, he was waived and re-signed to practice squad. <clears throat> and so that's basically two years he did not play. And then after the Bengals game in the wild card last year, they signed him to the reserve future contracts. And he right now is leading in the gates to be the starting right guard for the, for the Raiders. It just shows you if you stick with it and just keep going at it, I mean, the guy hasn't played in pretty much two years. He played one snap after winning a national championship uh, on two national championship teams with Alabama. So Lester Cotton Sr., keep an eye on that guy, right guard. Oh, that was That's a good cool. story. That All right. Yeah, I want to go next then. I'm going next. Um, I'm going to lead off with uh, Bill Russell and Miss Kelly too. I think the hard part about some of these things um, it's just kind of losing the icons of the game. And I think that's, I think that's weird. The older we get, it's just losing icons of the game. Um, and obviously that's going to happen more and more, um, uh, even when our heroes pass, like, a, you know, the idea of Nolan Ryan not being around, you know, one of my super, one of my heroes, uh, sounds crazy, but obviously it comes, but the legacy they leave behind obviously is, is tremendous. And that's what we all, that's all what we, that's what we remember. Um, Aggie recruiting is nice to get going all over again. Uh, that slow momentum train hopefully just builds as the season goes along. Football season, uh, Aggie football, I'm, I'm just, I'm just hopeful. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Cowboys already have injuries. That's ridiculous. And I, I, I can't believe it already as expected, but just not right now. Um, and football is on this week. Football is on this week. Football season is here in all shapes and sizes. You know, whether you're playing flag football or seven on seven football or high school football or whatever it is, it's all here. And it's, you know, one of the best times of the year with not just that, but college basketball is ramping up. All these things are happening. Um, it's the best time of the year all the way, what, through March, probably all the way through March uh, or April, I should say, with the national championship game of basketball. So, I'm looking forward to it and cook. It's up to you now, sir. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to touch off with uh football is here. It's we will have football on TV of some form between now and beginning of February. I'm very, very excited about that. That's six months that we get to have football on TV. Now it's been a long off season. Speaking of long off seasons, I'm just going to say, you know, Joe Sheehan and Anthony Trim and, Pat Rock and Stefan Varner and Gordon Williams, good luck. You guys and the, uh, the training staff over there with the uh, Cleveland Browns, good luck with what's what's happening with y'all. That You get the forefront of all the stuff going on over there, and I hope this is the last week that I mention the Browns. I don't want to talk about the Browns anymore. I'm sick of the Browns. I'm sick of this whole Deshaun Watson thing. Let's get it over and said and done with. I think the six games was stupid and atrocious. I think um, – Roger Goodell, if he doesn't step up and man up and do a year suspension, I, I think that's it should be egg in their face and 
it's just ridiculous. You can't sit here and talk all this smack about you want this indefinite thing. Then now you got the chance to do what you think you think is right. Step up and do it. If not, shut up in the first place. Let's go Ags. And uh, Carrie's inspired me. I, I have hope for my Texans. <laughs> all right. Way to go. Thank you, Carrie. I feel, I feel inspired by Cook. That's... Way to go, Cook. Way to go. Oh, I'm inspired it, by it? John. I know. I should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inspired to go uh, and try to find me a Choco Taco. Uh no. Choco good. Taco. Yeah. 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 Choco. John's just John's so humble. I don't think that's why I, I, get, I get inspired by John in that way too. If you find an extra Choco Taco, buy it for me. So what, are do, what are you gonna do with it? Where about how am I gonna get it to you? It's 105 degrees outside. Put it yeah. in the freezer. I'll come down and try it. I don't think so. Down. You think no, it's gonna that... last in my freezer that long? <laughs> I had to hide it for the last three days to make it to the fight. <laughs> uh, Nobody cares. Yeah. Uh,